0: Hello everyone and welcome to the latest edition of the Red Men Bite Size podcast. My name is Steve It is Friday, January the 20th and yet I am going to be discussing some of the latest news and headlines surrounding Liverpool Football Club. A little bit of transfer stuff, a little bit of contract stuff and of course a bit of reaction to Jürgen Klopp's press conference ahead of the game against Chelsea on Saturday afternoon. Let's get straight into it then with Roberto Firmino. Obviously, as it stands, Roberto Firmino is allowed to go and speak to other clubs about potentially signing pre-contract agreements with them. His Liverpool deal expires at the end of the current season. Well, according to the man himself, he intends to stay at Anfield. Yes, speaking to Liverpool FC, he said, It's incredible playing high-level football here with great players, stars of the game. I am happy here and I intend to stay here and help Liverpool FC. We've heard Jurgen Klopp in uh, recent press conference asked about Bobby Firmino, and he was saying he intends to keep Roberto Firmino. He wants him to stay. Furthermore, our very own Dan Club spoke to Florian Plettenberg at a uh, journalist, football journalist based in Germany. Well, obviously, Roberto Firmino's got ties there as well, and he said he too expects Roberto Firmino to stay. Uh, so. All signs are pointing towards Roberto Firmino you know, signing a contract extension at Anfield and staying for the foreseeable future. There's an interesting conversation to be had about how big a deal do you give a player, how long do you give him, what does he want, what are Liverpool comfortable to to, to give him as well? Because obviously, you don't want to be in a situation where he's you know he's basically too old on, on your watch and you are thinking ah we regret giving him a five year deal. Listen, he's not he's not old Roberto for me. You no, know he's thirty one. I mean, he's not, he's not ancient. He's done a lot of running. I think that's fair to say. But, you know, even if he gets a two or three-year deal, perhaps a three-year deal that takes him up to age 34, that's potentially in play here. But if you ask me in the summer what I thought was going to happen, I would have said he's probably going to leave. Um, he's actually played really, really well this season when he was being fit. Obviously, he's currently out with an injury, which is far from ideal. He, he suffered injuries last season as well, which, again, partly plays into the fact that of. have well, do you want him to stay? Do you need him to stay? But Liverpool seem adamant. Do you want to keep him. Jurgen's keen to keep him. He looks like he wants to stay. So it feels like we're getting edging closer and closer, despite links to Roberto Firmino going to Saudi Arabia to play, you know, to link up with Cristiano Ronaldo out there. No, it does feel like he's going to sign a new contract with Liverpool. The terms and stuff to be agreed down the line. I'm guessing that's what they're all chatting about now. I'm guessing he wants as many years as he can get, and Liverpool maybe trying to keep it a bit shorter. But I'm fine with it. You know, if Roberto Firmino is effectively your sixth choice forward, then you're doing something right, obviously, with Salah, Diaz, Jota. You've got Gachpo now, of course, Darwin Nunez, of course, as well. F- five of them. And then Roberto is your sixth. I'm completely fine with that. doesn't have to play every week. He can still have an impact. He's shown he can still score big goals, score Premier League goals, score European Cup goals as well. So I'm fine with him. It looks like that's where the, you know, the tea leaves suggest that Roberto Firmino, at some point in the near future, will um, commit his future to Liverpool. Speaking of um, transfers, then I mentioned before about Florian Plettenberg on our expert inside show over on Red Men Plus. Like I say, it was a fascinating interview that he had with Dan talking about all the transfer targets, contracts, etc., etc. Um, one nugget from that was that Florian Plettenberg said Liverpool are very optimistic about getting Jude Bellingham this summer, even if they're not in the Champions League. Liverpool still seem very, very confident they can get him. It's starting to feel like it's Liverpool versus Real Madrid. In this battle, there are obviously other clubs sniffing around, don't rule out your cities. I mean, Chelsea are buying everyone at the moment, so you know I'm guessing they might be interested, United even, but I'm starting to get the centre. It might be coming down towards Liverpool and Real Madrid. Um, I, I saw Christian Falk of Sport Build, say so if it comes down to purely just money, then it won't be Liverpool, because Real Madrid are likely to be able to pay more in terms of wages, maybe even in terms of transfer fee. But if it comes down to sporting... Success as well, then, you listen, Real Madrid might have the advantage if it comes down to Jude wanting to be part of a project where he plays every single week and someone builds a team around him and he becomes one of the main men. That's more likely to happen at Liverpool and less likely to happen at Madrid. So, um, Florian Plettenberg, in the interview with Dan, like I referenced earlier, kind of backs that up too. It does feel like Jude Bellingham can go and earn more money elsewhere. That That is for certain if he wants to be similar to what Virgil van Dijk did, where he chose the project, he chose Liverpool, he chose Klopp, he chose Anfield, he chose that kind of being a part of something where you can be the main man. If he goes, if Jude Bellingham can do what Virgil van Dijk did, then there's a very good chance. And like I say, Liverpool are very optimistic about getting Jude Bellingham. That really is great to see um, because yeah, we don't half need them. They probably need players this this uh, January in terms of midfielders. But if they're not going to get one, at least get us a really, really good one, a great one, perhaps. In the summer, just an interesting nugget. I thought I'd bring to you guys. yeah Liverpool very optimistic that I don't know he's just coming out of Anfield. Apparently, fingers crossed that their their optimism is well placed and they are not um, well they're not kidding themselves and then they end up going somewhere else. I mentioned there about Jurgen's press conference. Obviously, at time recording Liverpool play Chelsea tomorrow afternoon. If you're listening to this on Saturday morning, guess what? It's in probably in a few hours' time. Go and enjoy the kickoff. Go and enjoy the game. um Couple of no, couple of things of notes. Let, let's talk off the field first. We'll start talking about the actual players itself. Going down the lines of investments and ownership and contracts, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Jagan was asked about investments in other clubs, the fact that the team are playing this weekend, have, have recently been taken over, and are seemingly splashing the cash in the transfer market. Jagan said, "I can't see other clubs uh, their investment stopping in the future, and that means we'll have to do it as well." Uh, He went on to say that I do believe in coaching, developing and team building 100%. But there are so many good managers out there now. uh, If they start properly spending and coaching, you cannot not spend or you will have a problem. So, yeah, Jürgen's kind of hinting at the fact that he thinks uh, things need to change. You you know, you you can't keep pulling rabbits out of his backside almost. if If you've got more clubs who are spending more money it becomes more and more difficult for just for pure coaching to get you anywhere because, there's a, again, there's a lot of good managers out there who are very good coaches and, and can coach players. And if they're starting at a higher level because they've got better players because they've spent more money, there's only so much Jürgen and his team can do. So I find that really, really interesting. Obviously, TakeOver Tour continues to rumble on. Are FSG going to sell? Are they looking for a minority stakes for someone to buy a minority stake? Does anyone want to buy said stake? Does anyone want to buy Liverpool at all? is. Very, very messy at this moment in time. But I think Jurgen's got to hit the nail on the head. From a pure sporting point of view, there's no doubt in the mind that Liverpool's midfield especially needs money spending on it. Investment is needed in the first team squad in particular. There's players out of contract, there's players who are getting on in age, there's a players who, quite simply, might just, the best days might be behind them. Jurgen's already referenced in previous conference, press conferences about being ruthless and the fact that, you know, things are going to change and he's staying, so he's not going to be the one going. Which hints again, maybe players are so. I just thought it was interesting to note there might be a, a sea change coming up. Whether that's Jurgen hinting at owners or new owners that that's what we need to do, or it's him just reiterating a point that's already been made to him by the pre by the current regime. I don't know, but he isn't wrong. You know, you, in times gone by, it was a two horse race. Now it feels like it's not. You know, it's Liverpool and City really in the Premier League. It, the the emergence of Arsenal, Man United feel like they're on a bit of a resurgence. Newcastle in terms of money you've got plenty of it and loads to spend so I think Jürgen's right that the best team who are just the best coach will win I don't think that's right anymore you need to have investments in the squad of course and then it becomes a battle of well, who can get the best out of this myriad of stars that they've assembled and I think Jürgen would back himself to be able to do that and I think we would all back Jürgen to be able to do that as well so yeah keep an eye out on that one Jürgen pretty much saying yeah we, we probably do need a bit more money and we need some investment Time will tell as and when that comes. Moving on to the actual game itself, then a couple of injury news and a bit of tidbit. I want to start off, talk first about Stefan by Obviously, he had a very very good game against Wolves in the World Cup. Went off with cramp. Jegen was asked about him if he's in contention, and yeah, yeah, he confirmed that he he said yes. Yeah, Stefan is very much in contention. He he, he also made, he made a hint about like they don't have to worry about holding him back in terms of his development, as hinting at that he's he's pretty good to go. Like, if Liverpool need him to go, then he's he's pretty much good to go. So, it looks like Liverpool aren't going, oh, going to have the training wheels on. So, if you he, he think he's probably um, one of the best options, then they will pick him. Obviously, he referenced that he was injured. He missed a couple of games by Chetich, but he's back fit now. And yet, Jürgen's got no, um, no worries about putting him in if he has to. Personally, I think he should. We'll find out if he does, of course, um on Saturday morning I personally think he should be back in the team we'll see if Jürgen agrees with me there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay. Moving on then. The main news that I'm guessing everyone's quite happy to hear on the injury news is someone coming back and being fifth for selection. Too many times we've been talking about who isn't available and another injury and another injury and another injury. Well, thankfully, um, Jürgen Kopp confirmed that Darwin Nunez is available to feature from Chelsea, against Chelsea after his injury. Pretty much all good to go. If he wants to start, he can start. If Yegan wants to take it a bit easier with him, he can take it a little bit easier with him as well. So, yeah, um, really, really positive news. I would be shocked if he doesn't go straight back in the start in eleven. I reckon going will want him in. Salah's going to play. It's whoever who's, who's going to play in that third position. Is he going to stick with Cody Garpo? perhaps move him out to the left wing. He's got Oxlade-Chamberlain available to him. Harvey Elliott played in the front three the other day. Fabio Carvalho played in the front three. For me, I'm pretty certain Darwin will play and I think he'll come straight back in. And he's very much needed. Um, If Liverpool are going to try and get him behind Chelsea as often as they can, then Darwin certainly provides that. I think it's fair to say at times we've been underwhelmed by his finishing ability, but no one can even doubt his ability to get in behind and get in front of goal and get good chances. He needs to start probably taking a few more of them, of course, but his goal and assist record isn't bad as it stands. A little bit of improvement, it could get even better, but I think it's really, really significant that Darwin's back, fit, available, ready to go, and I'd be shocked if he wasn't in the starting lineup. I think Jürgen is going to throw him in. It's just whether he's going to put him in on the left-hand side, is he going to stick him up front? But, yeah, I think it's really, really, really positive news that Darwin's back. Liverpool need them. as many players back as they can get, of course. Diaz and Jota and Firmino still absent. Liverpool need bodies up front in those attacking areas. So, yeah, really, really good to see our big Uruguayan back. Hopefully, he can return and get himself on the score. sheet in a big game against a mad Chelsea team, squad, side, whatever they are. Chelsea are doing all kinds. Of, who knows who's going to be in their 11? come 12.30, they might have signed seven new players by then, seeing our top Todd Bowley's going out playing like he's in Supermarket Sweep. So yeah, Liverpool and Jürgen, I'm sure, are glad to have Darwin Nunez back in action. Right then, start wrapping up then, what I mentioned before about the Expert insight. um, With Florian Plettenberg, there's loads and loads of experts' insights. Currently on the website, Dan has done a fantastic job sourcing interviews with journalists from the Middle East in terms of takeovers. We've got injury experts, transfer experts, loads and loads. So do go and check it out over on RedmenPlus.com. Journal Insight with Neil Jones is also available. That is streaming right now, both in video and podcast forms. I spoke to Neil about numerous topics, including... Moises Casado, including TakeOver Talk, yeah, plenty on it, that is also available for you over on Redmen Plus. Um, Tomorrow after the match, there will be an instant match reaction and an in-the-ground podcast, again, they will be available on Redmen Plus, so yeah, if you haven't checked it out already, uh, redmenplus.com if you want to sign up and get video and podcast content, if you're listening on Spotify and you just want to get Spotify content, just search Redmen Plus podcasts on the Spotify app, you can pay them directly, you can sign up through there and get all the shows we do in audio form in terms of the youtube channel uh, the deep dive with Chris with Chris and Josh one of them is on youtube now as well if you want to go and check that out really really fascinating stuff those guys do such a such a good job of of analyzing the pool from a statistical point of view but basically making it a little bit easier to understand um, you don't have to be an expert in stats and numbers to get it. They they do a really good job explaining that that's available on YouTube. The watch-along for the Chelsea game will also be available on YouTube. If, you, if you're wondering what a watch-along is, you're just a podcast listener, you're going, what are these watch-alongs? Basically, put the game on your TV, press mute, have us on your second screen, sync up, and we'll provide the commentary and the backdrop to the game for you we also basically it's biased it's 100% biased commentary remember the old fan zone channel used to get on sky or whatever it's essentially that you guys can interact as well using the live chat on YouTube if you're a red men plus club legend you get to use the discord chat and interact with it it is erl and i erl's back off his vacation so he'll be back in the studio with me so keep an eye out we'll be live on our YouTube channel about an hour and 15 minutes before the game for team news reacts, then we'll go live 15 minutes before the game for the watch along, and yet yeah, we'll be re- with you right through the 90 minutes and loads of post-match stuff, both from here in the studio and from Anfield where Paul, Chris, Chloe, and the team will be down there as well, supporting the lads. So yeah, do come and check that out. Eve on the YouTube channel, come and support the show. It Really does mean a lot to us when you guys do it. Right then, I'm going to start wrapping up. But yeah, thanks very much for listening to the latest edition of the Men by charge. We'll be back with one of these on Monday. In the meantime, have a great, great weekend. And fingers crossed Liverpool can add to that by bringing home three very, very valuable points against Chelsea. Take care, everyone. See you later.